Energize, the Lawn Friend Podcast, is brought to you by Hustler Hollywood, your one-stop shop for all things erotica, with 11 stores across the United States. Our sexy shelves are stocked with DVDs, books, lingerie, vibrators, butt plugs, lubricants, fetish gear, and bachelorette party supplies. At Hustler Hollywood, we know that sex is free. We only sell the accessories. If you're at our flagship store in the Sunset Strip, located across the street from the world-famous Rainbow Roxy and Whiskey, mention Energize and you'll get a delicious discount on something delightfully dangerous. LF and LF, Lawn Friend and Larry Flint, energetically connected for more than 30 years. Scotty, Energize. Energize. Good evening, good evening, great evening. Good is not good enough, because tonight's a great evening. I'm back in Las Vegas, I'm back at the sofa, I'm back at Jeff and Sherry's sanctuary of love and music and guitars. And tonight's Energize is very special. I have a wonderful guest. Somehow I've unified the six-string masters of the desert. I have really great guitar players in the room tonight. We're going to have performance. Zachary Throne, good evening. Good evening, Mr. Friend. How are you? That's a very quick backstory. It only goes back about five days. <laughs> but I don't know if you've ever had an experience in your life where you met somebody and you you felt like instantly like this guy was going to be your friend for the rest of your life because of all the synchronicities and trials and shared geography and other things, musical confluences. Well, <clears throat> Zach plays in the Sin City Sinners, which is the great... I, I wouldn't call you a cover band. We're not, I, yeah, we're, no. We, we, we're half and half at yeah. this point. We have five albums out, Yeah, but we fill our shows in with like half covers on originals and and uh he he was on stage the other night there was a benefit i know i told you guys about my uh the uh, feature story i wrote about carrie simon the rock and roll chef and <clears throat> he had a benefit for msa multiple system atrophy which is the parkinson's uh condition that he's suffering from and it was one of the great nights and you you guys know if you followed me at all in my career i've had some great nights in my long three decade career but this was one of the greats and zach was on stage at one point with todd rundgren alice cooper sammy hagar slash slash uh Greg Jafria, yep. who I hadn't seen in like 18 years, and our children are born 14 hours apart. Wow. I go way back with Greg. House of House of Lords. That's right. Angel. 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 Well, I saw Angel. I saw Angel open for Bebop Deluxe and Blue Oyster Cult oh, at wow. the forum. Uh, wow. That's how far back. But I met Greg at the in 87 
when Rip, when I just took over Rip Magazine and Gene Simmons had a listening party for House of Lords and he had it in Las Vegas. Wow. It was at the House of Lords restaurant. Which, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I think it was at the Sahara Desert Inn or something. But it was a great night and we became friends. We went back and, and we, we were friends for years. We played golf together and we went through Lamaze, him and his wife and me and my, my then wife, Joyce. And we were close he had that long mane of hair, and what I loved about Greg Moses, he had the best line about Gene Simmons that anybody I've ever known had. He said, Gene Simmons is mad at a nickel because it isn't a dime. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. Greg was playing keys on Hello, It's Me. Yep. And, um, well, who Todd Kearns was on stage. Todd Kearns as well. That's right. Um, JD, JD Fortune. JD in Fortune in excess is Lisa Loeb. Lisa, oh, how sweet. She was I got a huge crush. Yeah. And because had... this was a big sausage fest as far as rockers goes, and she's the only female energy on the stage, but she brought it. She, she really amazing. did. So she's this, so nice. Too. And then there were all these chefs really, with food really and the jam at the end. Come together, everybody on stage. Oh, oh, and we forgot Alice Cooper. Well, no, I said Alice okay. Cooper, but we forgot Bill Murray. Oh yeah, Bill Murray emceed. He emceed, and and it was amazing. And and then this was at the, uh, the Ruvo Brain Center, yeah. that building built by oh, yeah. Frank Geary. The one that looks like the Disney. Oh wow, what a what an evening! Unbelievable. And I'll tell you something. It was just so good. It was so good. This this boy's got some serious chops. This kid right here. And this boy I've known since 1988. Wow. Because <clears throat> he was in the period of Megadeth where where they were making the movie, The Decline wow. of Western Civilization. And there's so many things going in my head right now because of all these threads that are uniting. You just told me you're not going to go to, Florida, to Hawaii. Right. Well, that's where I went, saw Dave Mustaine get married on Diamond Head. And and that was the Marty Friedman incarnation was right after you, right, Jeff? And and they played Pink's Garage. So weird. But back to the present. Um you're going to you and Jeff are gonna you got your guitars out tonight, so in a little while they're gonna perform. And this is this we haven't had a whole lot of performance live on Energize. I've been so bouncing between the studio in San Pedro and here. It's just hard. I haven't felt like I was in a stable place for a while, but this just came together effortlessly because Zach and I were watching the Oscars last night, and there was Bill Murray, and we're going, Bill! And he got up and he shouted out Harold Ramis. Ghostbusters, don't forget Ghostbusters. Dude, it was so good. It was so. It was so good. He, he gave a big shout out. He was in, he was uh, in, introducing an award. And yeah. They were about to announce the winner, and he goes, "Oh, we've left one out." Um, Harold Ramis for Groundhog Day, Caddyshack, and Ghostbusters. <laughs> right. It was so. Good. Me and him like actually started screaming. We're like, yeah! "Yeah!" Neither one of us have a TV. We're driving all around Las Vegas trying to find a TV, a place that's showing the Oscars. It was so pathetic. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> No TV. I but here's know. the thing about me and Zach. Uh, I just right. channels. I just, I just got rid of. It I don't have a TV ago. either. It's just because I've only been here for two months, and I, I'm, I feel just like being minimalist right now. Yeah. Somebody put a but, ad on Facebook. Come pick up a brand new 32 inch uh, flat screen TV. Okay. Well, I'm, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but Zach, 
spent so much time in my neighborhood back in Los Angeles in the San Fernando Valley. We, I lived in Sherman Oaks, Van Nuys, Studio City. I, I went to high school with Lukather and the Toto guys. We were always on Ventura Boulevard. We were Fluky's Bataway or mm -hmm. or Carney's. Well, he's a little. I'm about 11 years older than Zach. Yeah. So we went. No, we might. Well, we crossed in the 80s because I came back. I, I lived. In, I moved to New York when I was in. I was 15, like 82. I was 15, and I stayed there till 87 after I got a graduated high school. So when I came back to LA. I was sort of like this New Yorker kid now because I didn't have any LA friends. Anymore. I just knew the San Fernando Valley. That was all I knew from when I was like a preteen. So I knew the guys in Anthrax and every time they would come out to LA <laughs> from New York, because that's where I used to hang out in the Bronx. And every time they would come to LA, they'd call me and go, oh, we're going to be blah, 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 blah. And so I went to a couple of rip parties and I met you there. Because he goes... He's like, he, he emailed me and goes, I have all your information. Like, in I don't know how his how information. I, I go, Zach, I don't remember when I got your information, but I have your email address yeah. in my phone. In my phone. How is that possible? Because we, we, I, I remember meeting you along Scotty the Scotty and made it happen from the other side. Yes, he did. He, he, he brings people together, too. Yes. So this is Lon Friend energizes the podcast. Zach Throne, Jeff Young, Sherry Klein. We're all here together. We're going to play live music tonight. And one other thing about last night, and I noticed something today too as I was, because a little bit later I'm going to play something for you, especially for you. And our dads, my dad is 84 years old. Oh, God. And you just lost your dad. I just lost my dad, yeah. He was 84 years old. He was 84. Old. That's trippy. I didn't realize And your that. dad was a famous actor, Malachi throne and he was on the greatest star trek because it was the first the cage and i want i want the cage and the menagerie and the menagerie yes both he was in the original pilot and he was also in the menagerie during the first season the only two-part star trek episode that's right and he played the voice of the telosian this is for you. the voice of the television and he played commodore Mendes. there will be pain the telosian <laughs> commodore Mendes. It won't be as pleasurable. <laughs> the butt, my brother and I used to call them the buttheads of yeah, Talos butt Four because yeah. they had buttheads. Anyway, so obviously the synchronicity there is this is Energize. We open every show with Scotty. Yep. And okay, performance coming. Let me just thank everybody for listening. All twelve of you out there, I love you like from my heart. <laughs> hey, we could go viral, Dad. Never know. Your performance is going to be so badass. And play a couple of tunes from a couple of records I've been listening to. And then when we come back, we're going to have live music here. Because this is Energized Live Friend Podcast.
let it burn empty out empty drawer in my pockets there's nothing more Energize the Lawn Friend Podcast. That's great. What a great song. That was back from Morning Phase. His new record. Where Zach, Jeff, and I are all huge Sea Change fans. Mm. We just came together in this kind of Sea Change moment. This record is the sequel. It is the same tempo melodic essence beautiful ly insightful lyrical poetry that only the that only the boy the boy beck can perform i'm glad i have my bowie shirt on too because i always thought I had he, mine on last night i know i always thought he was an incarnation of bowie like he he came off of the cells like a little bit scraped and, off and the cells silver lake like silver I didn't lake. any kids that grew up in silver lake i was such a That's right. That was like well, and E from the Eels was from Echo Park, yeah. which is right next to Didn't Silver Lake. Those kids like Echo Park and Silver Lake was like when you went yeah. to Dodger games and stuff. And then before that, that's my that's my friend Josh Homey. That's the new Queens of the Stone Age, like Clockwork, which is a brilliant. I've been listening to these two records. <clears throat> Thank you for sending them to me, Kristen from Sam Music. That's John Silva, skateboarder turned manager who manages. Uh, let's see. Foo Fighters, Beastie Boys, with what what remains of them. Queens of the Stone Age back. Now he's managing Nine Inch Nails too. John, John Silva. Good man, John Silva. Um, okay, so <clears throat> here we go. They got their guitars. This is Zachary Throne, Jeff Young. We got Sin City Sinner love going in this room. Mm -hmm. Hey, have you ever sat in with them, Jeff? Oh, yeah. I think I've sat in more Probably, than anyone. Yeah, he's up there. Time. Jeff has sat in seven times. How yeah. perfect he's... is this? Okay, I want to get my camera set up because I want Sherry to shoot this performance. Okay, see, it's a, see video? Just hit the red button okay. and we're going. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Live here in the young Klein living room somewhere on the sandy flats of Sin City, feeling nothing but spirit, Zach and Jeff. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. 
are falling all around Time I was on my way Thanks to you, I'm much obliged For such a pleasant stay But now it's time for me to go Sometimes I grow so tired
They heard that in Middle Earth, man. Oh, the mics weren't on? Sorry. <laughs> Zach Throne and Jeff Young doing some zap vintage. Yeah. Neither one of us knew it. Dude. Hence my uh, dummy card over here. <laughs> yeah, well, Alice had that going with Come I Together. Come together he, I, I go, Coop, why are you doing Come Together? It's lyrically the most complex song that John Lennon ever wrote. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have the lyrics in front of me. That's right. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Yay, Jeffrey. Yeah. All right, golf clap. <clears throat> Wait, dude, grab don't, Where's your guitar? All right. Because... I really like that little riff from Starship Trooper you were playing a minute ago. <laughs> the other thing that Zach and I bonded over was the sincere uh, love, love of Prague. Don't leave me out of that. Oh, well, Jeff is oh, Prague, yeah. too. We're, we're, you guys know I'm going on the cruise, right? You are. I'm going on the cruise. She's shekels of Hockey. That's awesome. Going on the Prague cruise. That was awesome. Sherry, I'm going on the Prague cruise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that supper's ready, dude. That supper's ready. Oh man. Okay. All right. So listen. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You're we're gonna. We're you. You're not going anywhere. We got lots of fun to have, but I have something queued up for you now. Cool. And then how ironic that you should just play some Genesis because Ooh. I have something that fits. Because everything I do has a puzzle quality to Ooh. it, man. This is Energize the Lawn Friend Podcast. Here's a supernatural anesthetist. Okay, so um, we talked about your your dad and how he was on those, those iconic Star Trek episodes. Uh-huh. Okay, well, we I did a, did a little mining of the YouTube and I prepared... Oh. Prepared this little moment for you. Oh, okay, we'll be back with listen, listen up. This is Zach's dad, Malachi, and this is some Genesis, and this is Energize, and we're just feeling the vortex tonight. Yes. Captain Kirk is hereby relieved. You are ordered to assume command of the Enterprise. Disable vessel if necessary to prevent further contact. Message sign, Consul Starfleet Command. Mr. Spock, you're aware of the orders regarding any contact with Talos Four. You have deliberately invited the death penalty. You've not only finished yourself, Spock, but you finished your captain as well. Commodore must be aware that Captain Kirk knew nothing of this. And you're aware that a captain is responsible for everything that occurs on his ship. I order you to return this vessel back to manual control. Sir, I respectfully decline. Very well, you've earned the consequences. This court is in recess. I got sunshine in my stomach Like I just rocked my baby to sleep I got sunshine in my stomach but I can't keep me from creeping sleep, sleep deep in the deep. I 
Energize the Lawn Friend Podcast. That is that, those. That's the compost from where we come from musically. You go back to the Beatles and the Who and Pink Floyd, but but really the soul was ignited. This 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 interstellar intergalactic curiosity. Ignite. <laughs> Sherry's he signed the lease. He's a supersonic scientist. He's a guaranteed eternal sanctuary. Man. Okay. <laughs> We're sharing this, this this moment because Zach got into Foxtrot, and that was his Genesis introduction, That's correct? That's true, yeah. That was my first Genesis I had a. I was living in New York City, and my neighbor had, um, I had a Marillion album, and he goes, you like Marillion? Where do you hear where they got it from? And he gave me Foxtrot. And, and, yeah. and then I told you that my first Rip Magazine road story, feature story, was not a metal story. It was Clutching at Straws, Marillion. That's right. <laughs> which is their masterpiece. Yeah. And the last record that Fish made with Marillion. I've never heard that one. Oh, I heard like bits and pieces. Dude, it's got warm, wet circles. And I was like a, incommunicado. Really? I was a, I was Sugar a Mice. It's great. Misplaced Childhood is great. It's got Kaylee on it. Yeah, right? Kaylee's the best. Yeah. Kaylee, it's too late to say I'm sorry. Kaylee, it's more important now that you're gone. I'm just gonna bust well, it. I was like it. such a big Peter Gabriel fan. I was just, I was such a, I was like, and Phil Collins. I didn't realize they were the band, the same band together. Oh, you know what I traded? I didn't trade it for the Marillion thing. I was working in a record store in New York City called Record Explosion on Fifth Avenue, and. We used to get 12 inches, and I had a 12 inch of Duran Duran. Is there something I should know? And he wanted it. <laughs> I said, What do you got? He goes, I got this Genesis box. I was like, Give it. Yeah, that's, that's a good trade. trade. Yep. Duran Duran for Genesis. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I saw, I did see Duran Duran. I saw Duran Duran 1980, Planet Earth, their their first show, The Roxy. Tell me you saw you too. I saw you too at the Country Club in the same Reseda. year, 1980, in Reseda, where they shot Boogie Nights. And the Metal Years sequence, that's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. So uh, we're sitting here. This is a Lawn Friend podcast, obviously quite unstructured. <clears throat> Zachary Throne is my guest. Jeff Hello. Young and Sherry Klein are our hosts. We're, in the, we're on their sofa. We're in the desert. We're feeling really good tonight. We just had a fantastic live performance. Thank you for that. And I want to ask you something, man. Yeah. Growing up with a celebrity dad and stuff, did did he take you to like comic book conventions and things? No, because there weren't comic book conventions. What what did they have like then? 
they didn't do that in the, in the 70s and the 80s, like autographed. Did you ever go to the sets and stuff? Like, like what? Because well, you became an actor. I did become an We're going to talk about that, too. Oh, God. You were on television. Yeah. Quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. What shows were you on? I was on, um, well, I did a series uh, in 92 for Fox called The Heights. It was a show, an Aaron Spelling show about a band. And he wanted to cast like 90210 with music. And so he hired musicians that were actors or actors that could play. And we had to become a band. Lickety still spell. early in Fox. That was still, it was like. Because the first show was 21 Jump Street, right? Right. And then after that, it was like uh, 90210 happened and they had like Living Color and those were the hits. Yeah. And then everything else was just not happening. Right. Married with Children, too. Yeah. But it, huh? Well, Melrose Place came after, that was an offshoot of 90210. That was the same year we started. So it was like us, Melrose Place, a bunch of other shows, and then they. The Heights. The Heights. We went one season and uh, we had a number one. Song from it. You so, did. We did. Play, grab the I'm guitar. Not, I don't want to play. I play it every every night. Did I try? She loved it. She you love it. What so song? Get the guitar. Come on, man. What do you think? You gotta work. I guess so. You want it? What? Hey, what I'm paying you tonight? Nothing. <laughs> you bet. You might get some stuffed mushrooms. <laughs> Tell him plug plug uh, born and raised. Born and raised. Uh, it's on like Warm Springs and Durango or something. Durango and, and Warm Springs. It's oh a, man, it's a terrific, huge screen for watching big events. Oh, Jeff's got his guitar. Okay, go ahead, let's do it. Well, yesterday we were driving around trying to find a place to go watch the Oscars because neither oh. you know it. You actually learned it. Here we go. Just gonna do a verse and a chorus. In my mind, I know her face by heart. This was number one in '92. I had nothing to do. Heaven and earth are moving in my soul. I don't know where to start. Tell me, tell me the words to define the way I feel about. Someone so fine. Everybody sing. How do you talk to an angel? <laughs> How do you hold her close to where you are? How do you talk to an angel? It's like trying to catch Stop. <laughs> So that was your I'll be there for you. It was. It was actually right around the same time where Bon Jovi was doing all the power ballads. and. Um... No, no. I'll be there for you. That's the TV show that became oh, a hit I'll song. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. I'll be there for you. Because you're there for me, too. I'll be there for we you. With, um, we would tour with... Uh, we had to go on a tour because like, we weren't a real band, but we all recorded that song and a whole soundtrack album. And they're like... Songs on the charts. That dude went to grammar school with me. Who? That Rembrandt's dude. Oh, he did? Yes. He went to Chandler, I swear. LA? The guy that wrote that song. Oh, wow. In that, yeah. Well, we played with the Rembrandts. We did like a bunch of shows. It's all them. about the valley, dude, dude. we did a bunch of shows with Night Ranger, too. And my, the guy who sang that song, sang the lead. Oh. 
the way you move. It ain't the way that you move me. Ah, oh, no. It ain't the way you shake. It ain't the way that you shake me. We did this, we did like five or six shows with, with Night Ranger, me and Jamie Walters, who sang How Do You Talk to an Angel and Lead. And we'd go out every weekend. We'd shoot the show Monday through Friday, then go out on every weekend, play at like, you know, shopping malls. We were like new kids. We had to walk around with a mic and play back. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm a real musician. I, I, you know, I, I was going to ask you, were you in bands before you? Yeah, well, I went. I didn't want to be an act. I was like, I was in New York, and I was in bands. I was in a heavy metal band in the Bronx called Smokescreen. We were like a speed metal band, and we wanted to be like, I was like, I wanted to be a musician. I moved back to California because I wanted to study at Dick Grove in the Valley, and they, you know, I got oh, kicked out of Queens College. Lukather told me all about Dick Grove. Yeah, Lukather went there. Sure. All these great guys went there, and I went to interview, and they go, Yeah, we'll take you. We don't care if you're self-taught because Queens College wouldn't take you if you were self-taught. So I'm like. Okay, and I went out there, and then I just joined this theater company, and we did this play, and an agent saw me. Next thing I know, I'm acting. So, and it, you know, it was yeah, it was not bad, but I, it was not what I wanted to do. So, going out on the weekends and singing, yeah, with a mic, and you know what I mean, like, and so, but we got to tour with like real bands. So we got to tour with Night Ranger, and we got to tour with a bunch of. I played people. some golf with Jack Blades. He's a good guy, man. He's a great guy. Jeff actually, Watson, man, it's all about Jeff Watson. Dude, Jeff Watson. Jeff Watson yes. taught me that. You know, you that second guitar solo on that. Dude. And I'm like, how do you play that lick that fast? Can't do it on acoustic guitar. He, they did it on acoustics. We did acoustic shows with he them. He did that lick that yep. fast. Yep, swear to God. I watched him do it. Couldn't believe it. He, Zach, what's up? It's Jeff Watson. After the Heights. After where the Heights. Where did your Hollywood road lead you? I did 90210 for a year. And you were buddies with Luke Perry. Nah. I was more buddies with Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Them mostly. And, well, okay. When I did that and I did a party of five for like. Did you four. tell me a funny story that Luke Perry would come in and go, Who's Yeah, got Luke the Perry pot? would knock on, on uh, <laughs> Jamie's door and go, like, Is Scotty Weed? That's it. That's really my only encounter with Luke Perry, Scotty Weed. Was okay. Jenny Garth really cute? Yeah, super cool. Super cute. <laughs>
Uh, anyway. Yeah, the Jenny Garth's cute. Jenny Garth. Uh, and then you went for 90202. Party of Five. Party of Five. Campbell, Nev Campbell. Oh, Nev. Very cute. Very, very, very cute. sweet. Nev Campbell. And then I did uh, I did the meatloaf movie for VH1 called uh, To Hell and Back. I played Jim Steinman. I told you this. You played Jim Steinman. I didn't tell you this? No. I played Jim Steinman. Dude, I think I saw that. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you played the maestro. I did. And I and I, and I I told Todd Rundgren that well, the other night. We were did the, you? And he laughed. He goes, I think I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I tuned out halfway through. Which I said, yeah, yeah, I don't, it's okay. I didn't know Todd was such an old brother where art thou fan. We started exchanging lines at dinner. Oh, he's yeah. so funny. Dude, that was surreal for me. You know how you were on that stage and you like, you gave me these looks like, what am I doing up yeah, here? Yeah, I was like, how did I? That's how you I felt I... talking to Todd about old brother where art thou. I'm, I'm sure you've experienced this before and you, you play with somebody super famous. You just happen to be on the stage with them and you're like, it's cool. This was like that times. <laughs> Because every time Todd I turned around, well, Todd, <laughs> yeah. God, he Todd yeah. is God with two was, D's. That freaked me out because we were doing like, we did like, hello, it's, we didn't do that. We did, hello, it's me. And when we were like, he started singing. And at the end, we're riffing, me and him are going, we're going back and forth. And we're going, we're going it's important to me. You better think of me. And he was riffing and then I riffed back at him and it yeah. became like this gospel thing. And I'm like. Wow. I gotta hold on because yeah. I'm gonna. That? I don't know if anyone filmed it. Oh, oh they, they, everybody filmed that. Night. I mean, probably some. Filmed it's out there filmed. somewhere. But I was like so emotional about it. And then, but what really <clears> hit me is when we were doing schools out. And I'm sitting there with Slash and we're doing the riff back and forth and shit. And then, oh, can you curse on this? Yes. Okay. And then I don't know. Fuck yeah. Okay. Fucking a right weekend. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you look to see the singer is hopefully he's gonna come in on time and it was Alice. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, it was five feet away from me. Chances are good he'll be right on. Yeah, oh my god, I freaked out. That's when I freaked out. Wow. But anyway, yeah. So then, um, but I just, I always wanted to, I just wanted to get back to being a musician. So my acting career, I sort of let it go, and then I just started. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. That song that won the Oscar from Frozen. It was great. It was great, great song. Great song. Travolta uh, mispronounced uh, her name. Uh, yeah, Travolta couldn't even get the name right. He had <laughs> one line the whole evening. And I got and I moved here and I joined the centers and Yeah. And everything from And now I'm here. Now you're I'm here. back here. Now I'm here. Now I'm here. Think I'll stay around. around. All right. See, she's not like I introduced Brian May and uh and uh, Roger Taylor at the Queen induction at the Paris Hotel We Will Rock You wow. premiere in 2004. That's Same awesome. year, 04, when I was here writing for Las Vegas Weekly. Come on, give me background. Well, this thing called love can't handle it. Call love. Freddy, Freddy. <laughs> Dude, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs this 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 500 word rapturous essay on Queen and where they came from. And I'm 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 reading this thing and screaming it at the top of my lungs out to this crowd and I'm feeling so much fire and I look out at the audience and no one's paying attention to me. No one. They're all like looking over here on their cell phone and what? shit. I don't know, but I look to the right, and Brian and Roger staring right at oh, wow. me, nodding their heads and smiling, and that's all I needed. 
Then it was firm. I just thought of something. What's the best concert you've ever like? Dude, I've seen thousands. I know, so I've seen thousands too, but there's like one or two or I've five. been going to concerts since 72. Uh, well, you've seen There's two extremes. Led Zeppelin and the song remains the same tour at Riverfront Coliseum. The concert before The Who. Led Zeppelin, Riverfront Coliseum, the concert before The Who. It was like literally a month before when 11 people got trampled at The oh, Who concert wow. and they did away with general admission in the USA. So I saw that Zeppelin. Wow. And on another extreme, Paco de Lucia, who oh, just passed away last week. Let's give a shout out to Paco uh, in Miami at the Jackie Gleason Theater. <laughs> no, I was uh, for ten years. All I did was flamenco, but you need a nylon string guitar for that shit and nails. <clears throat> nails yeah. Well, uh, you can't ask that question when you. But there are like moments that you'll never forget. One, well, Peter Gabriel's first show at the Roxy in '77 after Genesis show. first solo show. Wow. Uh, Tony Levin, Larry Fast, Robert Fripp, um, Fripp. and and waiting for the big one. They passed him around. It was the first time I ever saw him surf around the Roxy. But but the really the greatest Peter Gabriel show I ever saw was 1986. So at the Forum, and when they did uh, "Lay Your Hands on Me," mm-hmm. they passed him for 75 rows all the way back and all the way to oh the front, god. and it went on for t- over 20 minutes. Oh my god, that was the greatest. That's one of my favorite concerts of all time. Deja vu. Deja vu. Okay. So, okay. Wow. This is good. This is fun. Yeah, it is really fun. I hope people that are. This is Energized Lawn Friend Podcast. We hope you all agree. We hope you all agree. We think we. You're. This should have been a stage moment as well. 
did our stage yesterday. Oh, he's he's awesome. Wayne's gonna be playing some shows with us soon. Yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. Great, great player. And his wife plays the I don't know what that thing's called. Jim Bay. Oh, the Jim Bay, yeah. Now well you've got both got shows coming up this week for our Vegas listeners. You're playing South Point, right? We are. We're playing South Point this Friday. Zach, South Point with the Sinners. And Todd Kearns is sitting in on well. Oh yeah. Far? I live way out by the mountain. I gotta finish my gig first at eleven, and then we can try to. Hey, you know what? Everything here is two fifteen or ninety. Everything is so close. You just—it's just gas. And Jeff, you're performing. (laughs) Jeff Young and Sherry. Yeah. Live at Vamped, opening for Brian Titchy and the Moby Dicks. Dicks, yeah. Dicks, Dicks. Dicks. When, when, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday? Saturday night. Woo-hoo. Brian Titchy, the man for all seasons, who can fucking kill anything. Uh, okay, so we're not done yet, but I want to play. I want you guys to hear this track because I want to I collect myself for a minute. And we'll come back. The line to hit the road. No, no. Just kidding, right? Are we doing doobies? Are we going to do some doobies? That sounded like doobies. Yeah. There. I don't know what he is. <laughs> I think it's G. There we go. <laughs> First of all, let me apologize. I'm not a musician. <laughs> my dad is a my dad still sings like Robert Goulet, and he still plays like <laughs> he still plays piano like Oscar Peterson. He's my musical hero. Um, he's 84, and we go to the senior matinees on Wednesday. You're coming this Wednesday. Not going to a senior matinee. No, to the oh. movies with my oh, dad. Oh, the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just a few more years before I'm a senior. No, no, uh, that, that, I, I don't. I pay full rate too. Okay, so five more years. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna play a tune for you guys. Uh, give me a. Let me collect myself. Then we'll come back. This record was given to me by my buddy Kurt, the lawyer, the rocker, and it's it's the wickedest album. It's Booker T, the legendary Booker T. It's called Potato Hole, and he's playing with the drive-by truckers. That's awesome. Potato Hole. Potato Hole, and this track, this track is called. Native, it, dude, it's called Native New Yorker. Oh, what's up? Thank you very much. All right. Energize the Lawn Friend Podcast.
legendary Booker T hooking up with drive-by truckers for a fusion of past and present. <clears throat> it is so cool. These guys, I didn't hadn't heard that record until yeah. my buddy gave it to me. It came out like four years ago. In, isn't it badass? It's great. I was just saying you don't hear real B3s anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have snoring pu- puppies. This is this is Lawn Friend, and uh, we're here with Jeff Young and <clears throat> Zachary Throne. Okay, so let's get back into your into your um, into your resume. Yeah, you 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 finish acting. I finish you acting. Moved to Vegas. Moved to Vegas. Wanted to. Uh, I was always a musician. I, you know, I just acted to do it. But you so. lived in L.A. because you were in the neighborhood that I grew up in for a while. Well, I was time. born there. I, grew, I lived there till I was 15. You were born there. I was born in Cedars of Lebanon. I was born in Cedars of Lebanon. Look at this. <laughs> That's, isn't that crazy? Dude, let, let me tell you something that happened today that you mentioned that. I had to fax my birth certificate to Nevada Health Link, you know, so because they want pretty proof of citizenship because I have health care through Nevada. Thank you. President Obama, I have, I'm saving a ton of money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of one of the few, or I don't know. I can only take care of myself. But I fucking hate Blue Shield, and I don't even want to go into Blue Shield. I'm here to be positive. So I look on my, I look. I'm a Twilight Zone freak. Mm-hmm. I've seen every episode a hundred times, and <clears throat> the episode that that my mom loved the most, and she used to call me every sci-fi marathon. Are you watching? Are you watching? It's a cookbook. Oh, she'd, yeah. she'd call me. And then uh, inevitably the call I would get is, it's on. Willoughby. Oh, the next stop, Willoughby. Willoughby. Where a man can live his life full measure. So I look at my birth certificate today. Hospital, Cedars of Lebanon. Address, parents. Willoughby. Oh, wow. I'm born on Willoughby, dude. And then my head starts. It's on in Hollywood. I, I knew it was in Hollywood. I didn't, it's not there anymore. Yeah, Willoughby Street is no, still no, no, there. Cedars oh, Cedar, no, Cedars is Mount Sinai. I mean, oh. they moved over and built Mount Sinai. But you know what building it is? What? It's the Scientology building. We were born in that building? That big blue one? I think so. <laughs> okay. Um, Before it took a turn for the world. Yeah. So all you know, I'm processing so much since I got here. It's two months to the day, and I'm driving. You know, I drive around in my mom's car, the the Camry that she left me, and she just passed August, so it's still fresh. But when I saw that on my, that I'm my dad said, I goes, we were born. You were born in Hollywood, I think on Willoughby. I go, no way, Pop, because Willoughby was like that's the Twilight Zone episode that the mom loved the most. No, I'm pretty sure. And then I, I confirmed it. It That's has crazy. the address. Wow. So I'm thinking in my head, hey, I got to write this novel now about, you know, mother. And she always wanted to be in Willoughby. She, that was like her episode. She goes, she was a fatalist. Like that, it resonated with her so strongly because he, he didn't like life. It was too hard for him life. In the Twilight Zone episode. Fat boy, why don't you just shut your mouth? You got to push, push, push. It's a push, push world. It's a push, push, push world. Push and drive. Fat boy, why don't you just shut your mouth? He he just wanted to be on the train. He wanted to live like Huckleberry Finn. He wanted to be back in time. And my mom always talked about, I want to be back in time. I I, I wish I could have lived then in those little towns. 
don't know, maybe it's a Jewish thing. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was, I'm feeling that a lot today. God, we've, dude, I feel like I've known you my whole life. No, it's trippy, man. It's like we've always started hanging out like three days ago. But there's a, yeah. but there's such, well, he's easy to like. Yeah. You know what? We were t- two, two days ago, he, 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 he says, come to the, uh, his manager, Jason, says, come and, and be part of this thing we're doing, this charity thing. And I go, what charity? Tell him about the charity because Zach has no hair right now. He looks like Curly from the Three Stooges. Or Jeff Tate. I would say he look, you know Tate. what? He looks like Jeff oh, Tate yeah. now. Jeff Young still got his hair. Yeah. Zach Throne shaved no it for, cancer, for, the, for the cancer cause. And my mom, what killed her? Cancer. Okay. Everything's connected. Yeah. So, my dad died of cancer too last year. Last March. Cancer's, can, cancer's a bitch. You had lung cancer. No, this is my dad. I've never my, smoked a cigarette in life. Your dad had lung 80, cancer? I think it was from asbestos in Navy Oh, man. You see all these commercials. And, it, 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 and my dad quit smoking 30 years ago. Never had a cigarette in 30 years. Got lung cancer three years ago. It was rough, man. What we did was every year my band for St. Baldrick's, the St. Baldrick's organization that does basically funds children's cancer research. They're in charge of funding it. Um, we raise money. We have like a big fundraising uh, event where we pitch in teams in Sin City Centers and we pitch in and raise money for St. Baldrick's. And last year we raised, I don't know the exact number, but we raised like, I well, this year personally I raised uh, over 160000 No, sorry. Let me back that up. Over $2,600 just personally. But we also like raised money at the event. And there were all these people there that were shaving their heads. And they individually raised money. And you shave your heads for the cause. I shaved my head this year for the cause. Last year was Robert Drummer. And the years before was Brent Muscat, my guitar player. and From uh, Faster Pussycat. Faster we Pussycat. have great history from the Rip years. Yeah, he had a lot deal. of hair back then. Yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of hair when he shaved it. So it was a big deal for him. You know? and yeah. Jason, our manager, also had a lot of hair when he shaved it. We got to get Todd Kearns Easy. to shave his head. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. It's yeah. thick too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was and it's such a good thing. And and this girl was walking around, and I'm you know I'm not a drinker obviously, and this this girl was walking <laughs> around with this bottle of Honey Dewar's Honey Scotch, so and she's pouring it in a cup. She goes, "Just try it." I go, "I, I don't, yeah, I like don't drink." I had like, and I'm. You're gonna have to drive me home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, he said, "We have." film of you dancing there's filming him dancing on the because i just got went off and started dancing with people we got i I start dancing when i get buzzed it was awesome man we went out we we went out and played like our set you know the centers and now now i'm bald so like we know we're playing everybody was on and and then i just see on the floor like they just dancing over the storm dude when they do little help from my friends into freebird it's insane I mean, literally insane. He's he's got his guitar behind his head. He's doing Hendrix and shit, and it's so tight and so badass. And it's I never, I know those songs like I know my own heartbeat. I never knew how they segued so perfectly. And I'm so close with you, with little help from my friends, because I mean that's got my name in it and stuff. And that's kind of like my life has been an affirmation of that song. And I love that song. It's a great song. So much. I did it at a. I did it at um, Fantasy Camp with Sammy Hague with 
it was the week that Sammy Hagar was there. I sang it. Billy Sheen. Billy's Billy great. Bassin. I sang it. It was just like they just broke into it, and I just sang it, and it was that. And Jason was there, and he was like, "Whoa, that was really good." We're gonna add that to the set. So. Dude, Billy Sheehan. Oh, thanks. Billy Sheehan, John Travolta, Beck, and and the building where we where our hospital no, was. Really, yeah, Sci- <laughs> they all correlate. We got a Scientology, Scientology thread going here. A couple of Jews in the valley. <laughs> we, we got we got some kind of a weird the what's his name L. Ron Hubbard thing going. I don't know, dude. I That's I hilarious. respect anybody's whatever people believe Billy's in. An amazing guy. Billy's amazing. Oh, I love the things. Mike Portnoy did my show, and I played Winery, Winery Dogs Dog, right yeah, when that came out. Dude, it is badass. badass. And they played here. They sold it out. No, like They played vamped. They sold it. It was like spit. People were spilling out of the place. Sure. They sold sure. it out in like 10 minutes or something. So you got a gig this weekend, and you got a gig this weekend. And and I'm just, you know, doing my thing. You're, you coming. You're coming. You're coming. You're coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good thing I got gas because <laughs> I have to drive in from the mountain. It's, yeah, well, yeah. it's great. I mean, that's it's fun going out. We'll send our helicopter to pick them up. We, dude, you send the cop. Send Young the chopper for us. Jeff Young, Air Force One. Send, send the chopper for me, man. So what time are you starting ending? Uh, South Point. We start Friday. Friday we start at uh, ten thirty. Go till uh, we go two hours, like twelve thirty. Ten thirty, twelve thirty. And it's great. We're we're gonna be there every Friday, so it's like a new Friday residency for us. South Point residency. When I was living here in, in Summerlin and I moved here in 2003, um, Metal Shop had a residency yeah. at, at the Suncoast. Was it, was it Atomic Punks? Was that, was that, Orleans. Was it the Panther Guys or was it? Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Where are you playing at the South Point? Atomic Punks would play at the South Point. Yeah, the, the Metal Shop, which is the same band, they might, would play at the Suncoast. Yeah. That's hysterical. Metal some point was just brand new. South Point was like brand new. It's not the more than ten years old yes. that hotel. It's a new Because uh, the, the east, you know, it has that killer showroom. Uh, I don't know. Amazing there. We just, yeah, we, uh, you know, it's kind of like the ovation. I don't know. Like how we we're global. Like Those of you listening in Yugoslavia you have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Prague. We lost the folks in uh, in, in, in 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 Phoenix. <laughs> Oh, oh. Todd will be at the one on Friday. He's he's going to be playing here and there and a, a couple of them. Um, well, he's got it. He's making a record with Slash. Yeah, he, he they're they're in LA making a record. I just found out actually. I saw Brent Fitz last night from mm-hmm. Slash's. Sure. He said he's going to Florida. Yeah, that's where they're that's where they're, they're finishing making. it in Florida. Yeah. They started it in LA and, and they're heading over to Florida to finish it for for whatever reason. Well, I did Slash's bio for the last yeah. record. I'm a big fan of the Conspirators. Yeah, I like Miles Kennedy a lot. Yeah, He's the nicest guy. We talk about chemtrails when I see him. That's cool. They got him in Seattle lot. I know, <laughs> dude. They're everywhere. We're not going to get into conspiracy theories. We're going to keep it high, keep it light, <laughs> keep it positive. All right, so that's look. That's it. Oh, so tell me. Oh, I wanted to say this. We're after the after party at Simon, after our, this big event mm-hmm. for Carrie, I wind up at a table with Lisa Loeb and um, Todd and Todd Rundgren and Bill Murray. That's great. And 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 Todd and Bill comes over. He's saying goodbye to people, and he comes over to say goodbye to Todd, 
And I'm sitting right next to Todd, and he says, you know, Bill, I met you once. And Murray goes, you did? When? I think it was your first season of Saturday Night Live. I was doing, I was doing the Back to the Bars residency at the bottom line in New York. Oh, nice. And we were... And there was an after party, and we all wound up at the same bar, your ca- the cast, and and this is this is Todd talking. And you know what I remember, man? You were so nice to me. Aww. You were so cool, and I just wanted to thank you for that. And Bill was like touched because Bill is the most real guy. Oh yeah. Bill has no entourage. He's got no bullshit about him. Manager or agent? No, he does everything himself. You want him in your always. You have to get him on the phone. Yeah, like you have a big movie and you go, we want to get Bill Murray. You call him, and if he doesn't return your call, you got to cast somebody else. And he only calls back the people that he wants to make films with. Amazing. You know, like like um, um, Moonrise, like that great film he did. What's his name? Directed Moonrise and 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 uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, it's the same director. He's worked with him many times. Uh, Zuzu, Steve Zuzu, that film. Oh, yeah, the Cool Life with the... But, yeah, that's right. And uh, what else was it? He, um, the, I don't have Lost the translation. Lost in... Well, that's... That's great... That... 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 Scarjo. Scarjo. Her voice in her... Is remarkable. I mean, she makes that film. Her and Joaquin Phoenix, they have the most they have the most passionate relationship you've ever seen without being together on a screen. It's all it's so sexy and beautiful, that film. They were never like looking No, she's a voice. She's a she's an operating system. Oh, I'm sorry, I was talking about Lost in Translation. I'm talking about her. That's Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, you can watch it on iTunes, I guess. See, I got to catch up on all the movies. Well, a lot of movies. We're, tonight we've talked movies. We've talked Prague. Yes, we've had know. guitars. We've had snoring French, snoring French bulldogs. We have had conversation with uh, the son of, of a great actor. We've had uh, son of a piano player. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. This has been a great, great episode. This was fun. Thank you for uh, having me. So this is Lon Friend. This is my podcast, Energize. Uh, it, we're kind of on a week-to-week retainer. <laughs> Who knows? I, I like text Jeff around Saturday or Sunday and say, "Hey, dude, can I come over? <laughs> I don't have my. I don't have a studio." Right. Mike Stark is in San Pedro. He, he's he's my guy. He makes it he makes it sound good, and I'm happy that this show was so cool tonight. Can I plug my band? Yeah. All right. Uh, if you want to check out the Sin City Sinners, go to thesincitycenters.com for all your Sin City Sinners needs. And uh, you could purchase any of our five albums on iTunes. Very good. Don't forget Jeff Young and Sherry's See, was... single, Come Closer. Come Closer, which, which, which debuted here on this show. That's right. Yeah. Talk about that show. No, give us one. Give us the chorus. Go on, sing. Come on, Sherry. Sing the chorus. I put you on the spot. It's okay. Jeff's a professional musician. He likes to be rehearsed. We get it. iTunes, Spotify, you can stream it. That's it. What? That was good. What? I'm not even watching me.
God, it's getting quick. I got a little steak. My steak got a little fluffy. <laughs> Come on, girl. Okay, this is the podcast, and uh, I think it's a good thing that we close with some Todd Rundgren. Yeah. And this is the song that, well, when I used to see him in the 70s, and I saw him dozens of times, my first job was selling T-shirts for Todd Rundgren because I was in front of the Roxy for so many of his shows. And his He still holds the longest residency in the history of the Roxy, seven nights, 14 shows. Oh and I was there for like eight of them. And then, uh, and then Danny O'Connor, his merchandiser, comes up to me at the end. I'm standing on the sidewalk. He goes, hey, man, I've seen you here every night. I go, yeah, I'm a huge Todd fan. He goes, what are you, what are you doing? Do you have a job? I go, well, I work at UCLA. I graduated about four months ago. I work in the registrar's office. <laughs> he says, you want a job? I go, what are you even talking about? You want to come out on the road and do what? Sell shirts. Really? Yeah. Come up to San Francisco. We're doing the Waldorf. And see how you like it. You can help me work the stand. And then I'll bring you to Detroit. And you can yeah. do there. And so he did. And Danny is, is a, still a good friend of mine. I'm texting him while I'm sitting with Todd. I'm sitting with Todd. Having a Todd conversation. Nope. Never met him. Didn't meet him. That show. Nope. Didn't meet him till August of 2012 on the Ringo Star All-Star Jam. So I go to Santa Cruz and I see him at a winery. And I text Luke. I go, I drove up. He goes, you're here? I go, yeah. He goes, come over to the side door. I come to the side door. He walks me in. He goes, this is a cool place because there's nobody here. There's no industry. There's nobody. Come on in. I'll introduce you to the boss. I go, the boss? He goes, come on. And there's Ringo sitting on a sofa like this. And I go, oh, Jesus, Luke, that's Ringo. He goes, hey, boss, this is my friend Lon Friend. Went to high school with him. Used to run a magazine called Rip. And Ringo goes, Rip, heavy metal. And I said, yes. Dave Mustaine? And I go, yes. And we had this surreal five-minute conversation. Oh, wow. and, and when it was over, he goes, okay, I got to go warm up, for guys. And he, and he shook my hand. He walked in the other, in, in the other room. <laughs> and I go to Luke. I go, did I, just, did I just have a conversation with Ringo Starr about Dave Mustaine? He goes, yeah, it's a sober thing. Oh, I get it. Ringo's got a lot of children out there that he helps and yeah. takes care of. That's nice. And then I go, Luke, can you introduce me to Todd? He goes, sure. He's in here. So I walk in, and I'm wearing a hat that Danny had given me, a utopia hat. Oh, wow. And I walk in, and the first thing he looks up, Luke goes, this is my friend, Lon Friend. I, he goes, Todd looks up and says, where'd you get that hat? I go, Danny O'Connor. He goes, Danny gave you that hat? I go, yeah, my first job, Todd, was selling T-shirts for you in 1979. He goes, are you kidding? Sit down. And we talked, and we had a great chat. He told me what, what happened to the pyramid they used on the Raw tour that oh, wow. some fan bought it in Nebraska and put it up in his backyard or something. Oh, and that was when I met Todd. And then I hadn't seen him since, and then it was like this thing. But this was the first time I had a real conversation was, with him. Like, so amazing. You just went to the bar and got mojitos. We just all drank mojitos <sighs> and laughed. You know, and just so down to earth. Yeah. And he did Can't See a Thing to Open My Eyes, which is a great NAS song. Yeah, you sang it. I sang Hello, It's Me. I love it. Open my, oh, my God. Singing that with Todd Rundgren is just one of the Hammer in the Heart, too. Hammer in my heart. 
So this went back in the day, and it all, it, Todd always closed his show with this song, and it's one of the greatest fucking songs ever. It's from the live Wizard of True Star um, CD, which came out a couple years ago, but you can find it. It's it's from a performance in uh, 2009 or 10, I think, or, or 8. I don't remember. But anyway, this is Energize the Lawn Friend Podcast. We're going out with some Todd Rundgren. Thank you, Jeff Young. Thank you, Sherry Klein. Thank you, Zach Throne. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you, fans.